Peace, salutations, my world. Yo, 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 yo. What's good out there, family? Welcome to Kings Court Podcast, man. We got your host, I'm Scoop. We got Big E over here. What up? We got Mr. UL, man, aka Big Breeze. So, yo, man, this is our first podcast, and we want to definitely touch it, uh, start it off by paying our respects to Nip. So, um, what a tragic way for our brother to go out, man. No matter what the circumstances are, we're just going to touch on some of the things that's in a positive light. So, we're going to start off with how did his death affect everybody? So, I'm going to start with you, Big E. How did that affect you personally? Um, It affected me personally, man. Um, Just the way he went out. Um, Got taken out, you know. I can't put into words how, how this affected me the last three to four weeks. Um, you know, great man, great great uh, entrepreneur. Um, like I say, first thing I thought about was his family, his kids, you know, mm-hmm. his mom, his brother, his sister. Right, right. That's the first thing I, thought, I immediately thought about, mm-hmm. you know, was his family. And um, it was a big loss, not only to the hip-hop world, but to our community Definitely. and Definitely. our culture. Definitely. So um, I'm still trying. To, I'm still in shock. Over right. I'm still in shock. Right. Over. Yeah. Uh, Nip was a giant ascending into <laughs> galactic, gargantuan man, stature. Man, for real. For How real. about you, Breeze? How did it affect I, you, Big E? Well, I never really celebrities be going all the time. Right. Right. You know? Right. It's not my people, not my family. So I really don't generally get too you know, flustered about anything, but this one kind of, it hit me, because like you said, it's a fa- he's a family man, like right. we all are. Exactly. We all are, we all got kids. And right? um, that's a big loss, you know. First, he's a husband and he's a father. Absolutely, first. Know, when he first. So, that really hit me tough, because, and then it, it just seemed real close to home. Right. You know, he seemed so much like family. I, he really remind me of Ev. He really do. He's a tall cat. Come join the show soon, baby. Got to. But yeah, you know, with that being said, you know, him just reminding me of family, his whole aura, his presence. Right, right. He did too much and he and like you said, for the community. Absolutely. He was he was very valued. And it's it's a shame. A very very sad loss. Yeah. Was, very uh, sad loss. For me, like I'm going to touch on you, what you said, UL. It wasn't, I'm not enamored by celebrities. Right. They come and go. Right. Human mm-hmm. beings come and go. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're not, we're not close to them. I don't know them personal, right. personally, intimately. Um, but like you said, man, Nip was a little different, man. Mm-hmm. His spirit was, uh, was, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was huge, man, because it, it was impactful to the community. And not too many celebrities are that impactful yeah. in a community aspect mm-hmm. where, you know, they're giving back. They're building f- specifically for the community right, right. that they came from. Right. You know, a lot of people right. they 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 get their riches and they leave their community. They uh, they might donate to a school here and there, but he was li- genuinely building for the community, which is rare. And so, and you know, it wasn't just for publicity. That's from his heart. That's from his heart. Right. He exactly. Like it was from the heart. Yeah. It was genuine. Right. It was from the heart. And that's yeah. what I respect about him the most. Yeah. He did a lot for the community, man. And like I said, he was a, a great father. Yes. Um, yes. A great spouse. Yes. Great son. Great brother. Great friend, from what I'm hearing. Yes. And he like, he definitely will be missed, man. Everything he stepped, the blueprint he laid entrepreneurially, 
you know, we have to continue that. Yeah. Our people, our people, celebrities, whoever, man, we, let's continue his movement because it was empowering our people. Yes, absolutely. So whatever, whoever's out there and whoever followed the blueprint or read, the, read his blueprint or see what he's doing, man, keep that going. Yeah. Let's keep that going because that was powerful and it's impactful. So, yeah, really, like yes. I said, that that's he's definitely motivating. Yeah, I think that with Nip, you didn't have to go to a club or a concert to see him. Mm-hmm. He was there. Right. He was approachable. Right. Exactly. He took pictures with fans. Mm-hmm. He took pictures with kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like he was there. He'll come talk to you. He'll come talk to you. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's very personable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people that have ran across him, have seen him, they all say the same thing. Like, yo, right. man, so he was a real one. Right. right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I think that makes it such a big loss was he was for me. He was for you. Exactly. He was for L.A. He, it, you know, it, it wasn't even about just L.A. It was just the empowerment of impoverished inner, inner city communities. Right. He wanted to make you better. He wanted to make you better. He wanted to make us better. He, he showed us <clears throat> this is how we take our money, keep our money here. Because mm-hmm. he has hands in a lot of things. I mean, of things. I mean, let's touch bases on that real quick. I mean, he had his hands in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man, look, his business, for, for one, of course, you're going to mention Marathon Clothing. Right, that's number mm-hmm. one. Everybody thinks about it. Yeah, of course, right. his charitable donations to the neighborhoods, to the schools, yes. to surrounding organizations for the community. Mm-hmm. But things that were fascinating about me, I mean, about him, to me, was not only was his tech investments and his mm-hmm. interest in technology, mm-hmm. But his little STEM program he was building for the mm-hmm. for the children, yeah. the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics program. Right. Um, then his other ventures, man, yeah. that resort in Vegas, that would have been huge too. I also read that, and I may be not saying the name right, he was in the process of buying this um, hotel in Santa Monica, the Viceroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right about that? Viceroy, whatever it I is. Might be, I might, excuse me if I'm saying it wrong. But mm-hmm. he was in the process of buying that. Mm-hmm. He created workspaces mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs. Yeah. Create, yeah. He created 41,000 jobs on rent. Yeah. $211 million in economic, yeah. um, you know, in the economic uh, community yeah. over here. That's yeah. just crazy. That's crazy. And it's, it's not too many successful people that will take you along the ride with you. Right. Not only take you along the ride, I'm gonna show you how right. I got here. Right. Mm-hmm. So stick with me. Exactly. Stick with me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you. I can't know, I don't know a lot of celebrities that would do that. It's not too many. Now he not take you many. with you, he give you the keys to the car, he get you a car. Get you one. Let's ride together. Get so you who one. y'all think out there though, right now, <laughs> is doing what he did? Anything close? Anything close? As far as like the community or just just period? Just being who he was and yeah, for the community and being that positive. I mean, I mean, I, by me being around cats in the industry, I can't say cats I've come across were as personable as mm-hmm. he was. Right. You know, everybody, like I said, once you get to that statue, you become close guarded. You yeah, know, yeah. a lot of things change. Yeah. You know, everybody thinks, oh, you either out to get me or you're trying to get something from me. Mm-hmm. Um. He was like I said, it's not too many people that like that of his stature that are personable like he was. But mm-hmm. with that said, I think 
Jay-Z throws a lot of blueprint, yes. <clears throat> a lot of uh, gems on the blueprint for economic success. Right. He, like I said, he throws a lot out there in that capacity. I don't know if he's acting on it in a community on a, in a community aspect as Nip was, but far as a economic, you know, empowerment aspect, mm -hmm. he definitely was on that course. Right. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think for I think for me, when you ask me that question, the first name that comes to mind, <clears throat> excuse me, is LeBron. Mm -hmm. um, the things he's done for the city of Akron, where he was born and raised. I mean, people talk about the decision. In 2010. Yeah, it was a business decision also. Right. Right. But look what it was for. It was for the Boys and Girls Club. He I raised. wish he would have gave that to the to the brothers and sisters in Akron. But hey, yeah, I mean, about the same, you know. Um, it's a good cause. I mean, his school. Right. right. This man created a school. Right. And it, it has so many perks to that school. So, right. many, so perks. many perks to the school. Man, it's not just, okay, come to my school because I'm LeBron. They know. You're eating good lunches. You're getting good school supplies. He's getting laptops. Working, they a job. transportation. Just transportation. He offers transportation to the kids that can't get there. Right, and it's, like I said, most of the problem with the public schools is it's not enough one-on-one -on -one learning because the classrooms are so big. So big. You know, these kids they got hands-on, man, and yeah. the teachers are teaching yeah. them hands-on, and it's it's very. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a family-oriented atmosphere. You right. know, mm -hmm. kids ain't got to worry about oh, uh, you know, I'm getting bullied or this and that. All these other aspects of schooling that hinders learning. Right. And you know that's a that's what I respect about his school, man. Big ups to LeBron for that. Yeah, big, big up, up, big up, LBJ. Big up. What about you, bro? I feel Akon. He's one of them figures that kind of going crazy. You hear a lot about him, but you don't really pay attention to him. But he's doing stuff in out in Africa. And yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Can't he's his home, yeah. You know, he's trying to build that city up to be, you know, right, right where you want to live. Right, livable for the people that live there. Yeah, and that's you know that I think that's real commendable. You know. Yeah, I mean the solar power and solar power, the water and everything that he's that, doing. All that. Yeah, that's um, powerful. That's impactful. Yeah. They need that. You know, right. like I said, we we need that here too. Right. Um, like I said, Flint's been without water for without clean water for five Man. years. Yeah. Um, like and I said, shout out to all the people that helped out yeah. Flint. Yeah, people that's helping out. Respect, like respect. Yeah. But they need to rebuild the whole. It, uh, filtration system within mm -hmm. the water, man. That ha that has to be changed. Um, I wish more people would would jump on that and change that to impact the clean water over there. Not mm -hmm. just donating bottles of water, but help change the structure right. so the water's clean for the long run, not just a temporary fix. Right, right, right. But I respect the Acon, right. what he's doing, and all the people. Like I said, we're not gonna get too deep into it, but yeah. all the people that's out there, all the celebrities, actors, people with influence that's doing yeah, something all, positive, man. man respect, man. Respect, man. So, um, so, so, what do we do as a people to continue his legacy? Because he left behind a big, big impact mm -hmm. on everybody. I think we all need to just look at what he was doing yeah. and what he was saying. Yeah. And like you said, just keep it going. You know, mm -hmm. keep, let the marathon keep going. The marathon you know, it has to continue. It's Absolutely. too good of a cause. It's, it's too meaningful. You know, and it's going to help too many people. Definitely. You know, so, definitely. Uh, you know, and we don't, what we don't have is a lot of people that support people. You know, right. you know the whole NIP is a big supporter of everything. He'll listen to you, like you say, he come up to you and talk to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna treat you like you beneath him. Beneath him. Mm -hmm. And you know, we needed people like him and just you know, just from what he was doing 
for the world, I say. You know, not just yeah, the hood. Yeah, it was just, boy, it's deeper than just for LA. Man. Yeah, There's a lot of people. Man. That blueprint can be taken anywhere. Everywhere. It can anywhere. be taken everywhere. And mm -hmm. like I said, like I said, but it's not, he's not the first to actually do a blueprint like that. No, like I said, not, we got. We got some of the legends, the, the ancestors, and Marcus Garvey, mm -hmm. Elijah Muhammad, Noble Drew Ali, Yahweh Ben Yahweh, guys like this that have built economic <clears throat> structures for the community. You know, so like I said, we have to, we must continue building for our people. You know, like I said, we're not shunning other groups of people, but we have to get ours back to a respectable, to where we're dependent, and we can. We could play. We're in an even playing field. Economics is the Economics. only even playing field Absolutely. in this country. Mm -hmm. You know, so like I said, we continue this blueprint with the infrastructures, the businesses, real estate, land, food, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. He was into that. You know, we just got to keep it going. You right. know, mm -hmm. right. so that said, man, respect Nip, man, and respect to all people that's doing it, man. Big up, man, Nip. You more, you more than sixties. You more than a crip, my G. You was a leader, man. We got you. Respect. We got you. Respect. We got you, Nip. I want to send a quick shout out personally to John Singleton. As y'all know, respect, respect. He had a stroke, right? Yeah, he had a stroke. Respect, man. Get well, brother. Fighting for his life. You know what I'm saying? We love you. You know, being from LA, born and raised, I was raised on your movies. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I'm prayers up to you for a speedy recovery. And um, yeah, man, get back out there, man. Right. So you can come back making them hits, man. Yo, man, so what's going on with these playoffs, man? Talk to me, man. Yeah. What's going on, man? What's <laughs> good? NBA playoffs. What's I mean good? first of all, the ring the rings are down at all time low. Of course. They're down eighteen percent. Of course. LeBron's not in. Of I course. think we know why the rings are down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it's a good game so far. Um, we had two today. We had um, Milwaukee, Boston. We had Houston, Golden State earlier. Who won? Because I was asleep. <laughs> uh, Boston, Boston, Boston beat up on Milwaukee. Boston smashed them. Okay. And Golden State it was a nail biter. Okay. But, Golden, but Golden State pulled out. Um, referees kind of swallowed their whistles a little bit in that GSW Houston game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Some questionable no calls, but you know you, gotta, can, you can expect that when Golden State yeah, plays. It's too much. Yeah. Uh, one thing about the NBA, I don't want to get too deep into it, but I just want to say real quick, it's too much inconsistency in the way the, the games are officiated. Oh, absolutely. You know, I will definitely absolutely. say from what I watch is from game to game, the consistency changes, mm -hmm. and you know, like I said, referees have to manage the games better. You know, I get tired of looking at the games and the inconsistent with calls. This guy gets more foul calls than this guy. And the players cry too damn much. I hate oh, seeing man. these goddamn big ass, grown ass, rich crybabies. Mm -hmm. oh, just play some fucking basketball and quit crying. Yeah, you know so, they damn wrong. Dude. They know when you damn wrong. wrong. Oh. <laughs> Motherfucker hit somebody in the back of the head. Hey, come on. And act like he ain't touch him. He, what do I do? Do you think that the referees <clears throat> show favoritism towards certain teams or certain players? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because yeah, 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 this team they want to be. Uh, are we gonna name any any names? Uh, well, are we gonna go there or are we gonna keep it? I mean we're gonna keep it in the rap, so I mean it's big market teams they really you know, they really want to yeah, get that win. Right, 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 so, right. right. Well, um, touch back on it. Why do you think the rate? Besides LeBron, mm -hmm. what are other aspects to why you think the ratings are at an all-time low? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. Other than that, um, shit. Hmm. 
besides it being a watered down league, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you, man. Yeah, it's like yeah, every for. Uh-huh. every team is looking for a star instead of building a team. Right. Yeah. With what they got? With what, you know, let's build a team. Like, right. Right. like I said, San Antonio when they won their five championships, they didn't have the sexiest of stars. Then Tim Duncan right. was a star, but it wasn't like. He, he wasn't, yeah, he yeah. wasn't like he had a personality. A, he had a flash of KG. He had a flamboyance of KG yeah. or Rasheed Wallace. Right, right. But and they did his work and then went on. Had, right. They were lunch pail guys. Exactly. Detroit Pistons, mm-hmm. 04, lunch pail guys. Yeah, so yeah. I think the league is watered down because everybody's looking for that star. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, it's, it's a me league. Like yeah. back in the day, it used to be the Lakers and Magic Johnson versus the Celtics and Larry Bird. Nowadays, it's LeBron and the Lakers versus, you know, Carl Anthony Towns and the T-Wolves. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's get back to what yeah. we branding the teams and making it a team sport because at the end of the day, that, that example is, yeah. is trickling down to the amateur level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now these amateur absolutely. kids is thinking it's all about me yeah. and it's no longer about team. Right. Well, I think personally, and that's a great point you said, I think it, especially when you're wearing a team jersey, it's more, back in our day, it was more important to wear the name in front mm-hmm. than the name in back. Because right. when you wore a jersey back then or a hat or a starter jacket, whatever you wore, you got your team. Right. Now it's more important to have the name instead mm-hmm. of the team. The names, names become more marketable and more <clears throat> more lucrative for the business right. than mm-hmm. the, the brand. So the right. name, the individual name brand has uh, surpassed the team brand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that... Um, I think the major reason, apart from LeBron James not being in it, is because I think people are tired of the same old same. Yeah, you get tired yeah, of watching that shit. Yeah, you're definitely. getting tired of seeing the same no. Golden State team steamroll right. through the league with their style of play. Me personally, I come from the old school. I don't like the dribble, 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 shoot style Everybody. of play. Right, right. Um, Fast break, one on nothing. Yeah. One on, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I can't stand yeah. a goddamn one on four pull up three. <laughs> if you don't sit your punk ass down, you got you got two men trailing and you pulling up for a, a, a three pointer. Right. I can't stand that I don't, shit. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, come bro. on, man. Why? Come on, man. Like kids that are coming up playing the game of basketball now. That's all they work on. Exactly. They're right. in the gym, working on their handles, working on their jump shots. I remember Mark Jackson speaking on that, how Steph kind of ruined the game. Because now everybody's trying to be Steph. Now. Everybody's right. Everybody, right. no matter what position you play. Now, but, 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 like, but Steph can do that because that's, that's Steph. what he does. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like everybody needs to stop being copycats and let's go to what your strengths are. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like not too not everybody can be a Steph Curry, right? right where he can right. shoot from anywhere right. on the court at a high percentage. Right. You know, let's get. Let, I mean, don't get Steph take some questionable shots too. Oh, you yeah. like, you know, but most of his stuff is heat checks. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I said, you don't really see Steph taking too many questionable shots with the down ten or with the game on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right, see right. with the the Dame Lillard dagger. Oh my God. Shout out to Dame Shout Dollar. Out to Dame. Big Dame. <laughs> with the Big Dame. With the Dame Dollar, Dame Lillard dagger. That's to me, D's. <laughs> but with that shot, that step back, 37, 38 footer. Damn, that was a that was a beautiful shot. Tough I shot. Tough shot. Beautiful. Tough shot. Got about the first round for the first time. Yeah. I mean he had he had confidence. Mm-hmm. He had supreme confidence. Mm-hmm. The way he dribbled the clock down, the way he knew. 
when that ball was released, it was going in. But my point is, listening to the radio all week, everybody was crucifying him for taking that Who, shot. Who, Dame? Yeah. For taking that shot, for taking that step back 37-footer. And it, it just boggles my mind because, as, as you just touched on, if Steph Curry would have made and touched that, sh- made and took that shot, yeah, he'd been praised. That's he'd have been a hero. Mm-hmm. He'd have been a hero. Quiet as kept. That's what Dame does also. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it real. Dame does that just as well as Steph Curry. That's does. not nothing that he's new it's, to. Exactly. Right. And that's not the first time he's got them out of a first round with that shot. And remember five years ago when he against Houston, the, against Houston against he, had to, right. he came off the stagger screen right. for the game winner. Clean look. Three. Splash. Clean look. Now, let me, I'm going to be honest with you. I could live with the shot Dan took because yeah. it was a tie game. Exactly. If they were down yeah. one or two, I'd be like, Bad yeah, shot. Yeah, come on, bro. Right, right. But, you know, when it's, when it's a tie game, were they the home team? Yeah. They, they were, were at home, right? Yeah. For that game. They were third seed. Yeah. yeah. So they were at home for that game. It was in Portland. Okay, game I five. can't remember. So okay, game so five in Portland. They're right. in Portland. Mm-hmm. So I can trust if you miss that shot. I trust us going into overtime at home. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If that's yeah. a comfortable shot, like it's you said. It's a comfortable shot tied. for him. Yeah, it's tie game. Nothing to lose. I can live yeah. with it. Now, if we down one or two, even if he hits it, yo, bro, you know, we could have probably got a better shot, mm-hmm. but he hit it. So. Because right. it, was, it was about 12, about 10 to 12 seconds on that shot clock when he. Yeah, what he did. There. You know what I mean? So it was plenty, like you said, plenty yeah, of time. Plenty of time to get a better shot off. But like I said, at that time, tie game. Right. Look, I'm taking this last shot. Right. Make a miss. I'm taking this last shot, and you guys aren't going to get a shot off. Right. Like I said, like I said, he took it at the perfect timing. Right. You know, it left no time on the clock for OKC to inbound the ball and call a time. I get a shot off. We let's hit these walk off threes. We out of here. Yeah. Now, like I said, Dame Diller is another guy that does it like Steph. Yeah. You know, so I can't question Dame Diller because I've seen him hit tough shots like that. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah, and I think that they took away, they they spent too much time ridiculing him, and they took away from the fact that he dropped a fifty piece, fifty piece in a elimination, elimination game. game. Wow. He dropped a 50-piece on Russell Westbrook. Against That's two top ten guys. Man. And everybody's talking about the 37-footer that he took, but not yeah, recognizing yeah. he hit a 37-footer to end your season. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And then what does he do afterwards? Right. right. He waves right. at them. The, the wave was the coldest, one of the coldest shits I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but what did he say before the game? I'm going to get these motherfuckers out of here. I didn't want to say the words, but that's what he said. <laughs> before the game, I'm going to go get these MFs out of here. Mm-hmm. And I think that Dane doesn't get the proper respect, oh, nah, nor yeah. credit he deserves. He I think he's the most underrated player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah. all that's going to benefit from him, though. That's just going to give him yeah. more motivation to go out there and be that. He needs shit like that for his brain. I don't think, mm-hmm. like I said, like I said, I, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but mm-hmm. in today's atmosphere of the NBA, it's about individual brand. Mm-hmm. So Dane doesn't get the recognition a Westbrook would get, mm-hmm. a Curry get, or anybody would, any other the top PG, PGs right. get, mm-hmm. which and he should. Mm-hmm. Like I said, to me, if I had to take a PG in the league today, I, I, I'm not, I've said this before Dane Miller hit these shots, mm-hmm. yeah. okay? Cause I just like what he brings to the table right, right. more than anybody anything else. Right. Mm-hmm, right. So, um, plus you got bars. You got bars. He's not a bad rapper. Dame on that mic is a bad man. You're not a bad rapper. Definitely probably the best rapper in the NBA I've ever. Probably ever coming in. Yeah. No disrespect to guys like Shaq, Iverson. Don't mention Kobe, please. Kobe, I, I mean, I had, I had the albums. I'm sorry, guys. I was, I was curious. 
But since we're touching on Dame, who do you think in the playoffs right now, individually, is under the most pressure? Individually. Individually. Hmm. I say, you know what? I'm going with Kyrie. You know, go Kyrie. Mm, that's yeah. a good one. Okay. Mm. He, why, he wanted why, to be why the so? man. Elaborate. He wanted Elaborate. to be the man. Mm-hmm. He left the situation he was in to a be winning the situation. man. A winning situation. <laughs> Found out how hard it was, and he had to make the call of LeBron. Hey, bro, this shit ain't what this ain't what I thought it was gonna be. That advice, bro. Hey, man, but so now he's in a situation, and especially after all the shit he was talking about, these niggas don't know how to win. I'm not the. They, I got to teach them how to win. You know, I, I remember he said that in an interview. Some yeah. shit, he wasn't feeling the situation. Yeah. So he said he spoke on a lot of shit that's really making him out to be the nigga that got to win. Excuse mm-hmm. my language. I, I know we're trying to think. Good. We podcast, man. Come yeah, on, bro. Man. We on. Yeah. We good. Yeah, we at home. Talk, we at man. home. We at home. Now speak on it. So, yeah, I just think right now, he got to win. Got to win. There's no other way around it. Now, do you think that if Kyrie or Boston doesn't get and or win the championship, do you think he'll get ridiculed because of those bold statements he made? I think he will. Or do you think they're like, oh, you know what? He already has one, so it's like whatever. No, nah, you got to walk the walk. Yeah, you got to right. walk the walk. I don't, I don't think it'll be as harsh, though. Because nah. like, he, he's going to play well. Let's be honest with you. He's going to torch he's whoever. Yesterday. He's going to torch whoever Milwaukee or, or today, I'm Toronto yeah. or whoever next round throws at him. He's going to torch all these guys. Yeah. So he'll play well, mm-hmm. but – what do you think is you know, under the pressure? Oh, under the pressure. No, my bad. No, 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 you no, could, no, you no could, go ahead. Finish your point. Let me, let me finish this point. Yeah, I can touch, tell you who I think is the most – guy who's under the most pressure. I think – but like I say, I think Kyrie, he'll kind of go on the radar. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, to be honest with you, they had a high expectation during the, at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But it kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. He's doing his part, but the other guys that they thought were going to take that leap, mm-hmm. Tatum, Brown, and these guys haven't really – Taking the leap they expected. Right, They're right. consistently good, but they need that next level guy alongside Kyrie. And mm-hmm. Jace Tatum hasn't played up to the level he played at, in, in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think Kyrie will fly, fly under the radar. Mm-hmm. And then he'll probably fly out of town if they lose. <laughs> Let's be honest with you. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, so he'll probably, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't even look for Kyrie to even be in Boston next year mm-hmm. unless they win a championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but I think. James Harden is under the most pressure. Mm. You, you took my guy. Jack. I took your guy? Go, you, go ahead, though. No, go ahead. I'm going to say James go Harden go and Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm. Chris Paul, when it's money time, mm-hmm. he's always hurt. He gets oh, hurt. Man. He seems to always mysteriously get hurt. Finger when back. if it's a game, yeah, a game six, a game seven, dude gets hurt. So That's what I'm expecting to see now. And look, and let's be honest with you. This is the second year of a four-year, $160 million contract, and he's, what, 33, 34? Mm. First year. Yeah. This is first year? First oh, he resigned last summer. Yeah. My apologies. Okay. So, you got a college, 34. 33. 33, 34. So, he'll be 37, exactly 37, 37 when that contract, contract expires. ends. Right. So, like I said, you give big money to a guy this late in his career with a history of injuries, mm. you got to win now because, like I said, his health might not hold him. Now, James Harden. Now, we've seen the past few years, you putting up numbers and accolades, but when it's money time, you know, you're 6 for 30 or 6 for 28. That team, that whole, not just James Harden and Chris Paul, but that team as a whole was under pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, this team is put together to beat Golden State. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't think if they do it, if they don't do it this year, 
you know, I'm not a fortune teller. I can't foresee what's going to happen next year. I don't, I don't think Golden State will be the same next year. I think they'll be disassembled. Mm -hmm. Guys will move on. Yeah. Especially yeah. if they win. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, but, touch, we'll, we'll touch on that too. But I think Houston is prime right now mm -hmm. with the piece they have mm -hmm. to win now. And they have to be under the most pressure. Mm -hmm. okay. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um, I say I say James Harden as well. Mm -hmm. um, great minds think alike. Um, the reason why <clears throat> excuse me, I picked James Harden is because out of, I think out of all the stars in the league right now, he's next in line to win that championship. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got your MVP. Right. Right. You have a great chance of winning another MVP this year. You haven't had the greatest playoff resume. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. We really haven't been able to count on you in money time. Right. You know what I mean? Not knocking his days in OKC because he wasn't the guy. Right. When he came to Houston six, seven years ago, you were automatically the guy. Right. And this is your time, man. Like you said, it's they have the team. They they they're well coached for that system. Um, this is this he's played. This past season was probably in the top ten of individual mm -hmm. seasons right. in the history. I mean. The stretch he went on was, was oh, crazy. Man, Don't man, get me wrong. It was man, crazy. Right. You know. So, okay, we've seen that in a regular season. Now, let's let's take that 20, 30 game stretch he had. Mm -hmm. We need that 20, 30, not necessarily we, but I'm just mm -hmm. saying, speaking if I was a Houston right, fan right, or a Houston right. uh, coach or whatever, uh, part of the Rockets, mm -hmm. we need that 20, 30 game stretch in these playoffs. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can't. Mm -hmm. You know, you could, whatever you did in the regular season, that was cute. That was cute. But that was just that, that, and it's money time. Right, right. Count. right. That's where it counts. These all money balls. Right. right now. And, it's money and, time. And also, to end, to end that point, I think that playing them again, mm -hmm. having that second chance. They said it. they said it was billboards. I was in Houston. I seen the billboards that run it back. That billboard. Okay. They wanted it. This is what you wanted. That's what you wanted. This is what you wanted. <laughs> I expect, which was a good game today. Like mm -hmm. I said, we're not gonna talk about you know what happened. What's up, refs? Um, <laughs> <laughs> How much they pay y'all? How I much need, they pay? I, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pay y'all double. Um, but I expect and expected Houston to play this series with the biggest chip. Of any team I've ever seen. This is the team that tore your heart out last season. No, no, no. Chris Paul's hamstring tore it hard out. Shit. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So you guys were one injury away. One injury away. And I'm one of those guys who said, yeah, if Chris Paul played game seven, they they beat Golden State and go on to beat Cleveland. Now, fast forward to this year. You guys are healthy. Chris Paul is healthy. James Harden, you're healthy. Eric Gordon's healthy. Capella's healthy. I'm sorry, Capella's healthy. Mm -hmm. Your team is together. Right. No excuses to sign. None. No excuses. Golden State's banged up. Clay is dealing with the ankle injury. Steph. Curry's dealing with a banged up man. Marcus is gone. LaMarcus is gone for the playoffs. There's no excuse. Their bench is thin. Their bench is They're thin. They're prime to be beat. <laughs> this, is this is Houston's chance. Houston Rockets. This is your opportunity. Your second chance to win an NBA championship this season. And I think James Harden being the star player, he's at the head of the table. Mm -hmm. He's the leader. So he's what, do you, what, what, what were his statistics today? I don't want to cut you short. But what did he do today? He, um, I, I, yeah, y'all want to look that up for me? Um, he, for what I saw, early in the game, he took too many 
dribble, 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 sidestep. Sidestep threes. He back to that shit. He, but looking for contact. You're not going to get that contact in Golden State. I'm sorry. You're not going to get that love in Golden State. James Harden, 35 points, 9 for 28, 4 for 16 threes. That's what kills me about you James 16, Harden. You 16 threes? 4 for 16 for the three-point line. That's what kills me about James Harden because, bro, nobody can guard you off the dribble like that. Your handles is too smooth. Yeah. The way you use yeah. the way you use your body and know how to use momentum, exactly. trajectory, and how to play the defense – with the rules today, bro, they cannot guard you. Right. So why are you settling for 16-3? Who's, who's guarding him today? What did he shoot from the field? He was 9 for 28, 4 for 16-3. So he had 35 points off 28 shots? 28 shots. He was 13 for 14 from the oh, three-point yeah, line. I mean, from the free throw line. Right. I'm sorry. So, like I said, Clay, Durant, Clay, Durant, Clay Durant, can't guard him. Durant guarding him a lot. Durant's an underrated defender, especially at 6'11", 7' foot with that wingspan. Yeah. He could disrupt a lot of things defensively. Yeah. He has to do better. And that's why I said the spotlight is on him right now. He had, You cannot go into those games where you're chucking up 16 three-pointers. Right, right, right. I'm telling you, it was the same thing every possession. Dribble, dribble, sidestep three. Yeah, I hate that shit. Flailing his legs, trying to get that contact. He got a couple of those whistles, mm -hmm. but it became repetitive. And I'm like, man, Houston, to beat Golden State, Houston cannot fall in love with the three-point shot. Definitely. That's what I was attack. Yeah, what was that? Stuff? Great things happen when you attack the paint. You have to attack them. Everybody in today's NBA tries to mimic Golden State, State style yeah. of play, exactly. and it does not work. They shot work. 47 threes. Who did? Houston? As a yeah. team? Mm -hmm. 47 three-pointers? Mm -hmm. And, and Golden State only shot 22. Now, think back to game seven last year. How many threes did they miss? Oh, they, oh, oh, for 30? Oh, for 30 or something? Oh, for 30. That's, crazy. That's bananas, bro. In a in, in a closeout game. Yeah. Game seven. Right. In your building. In your building. That's ridiculous. Yeah. In like, Houston. Mm -hmm. You shooting that many threes. I can't, I can't, you can't argue about getting to the free throw. Look, James Harden shot 14 free throws, okay? Okay. Just imagine if. How many did he make? He was 13 for 14. Oh. Just imagine if eight of the three pointers he took were, were to the drive, were to the hole, okay? That's another 16 possibly, 16 possible free throws on eight possessions right, right. that you could have created right. instead of chucking up 16 bricks. Right. Right. Or 16, you know, what, four for 16? I mean, come on, bro, that's unacceptable. Yeah. You know, because you, cause I know kids are better than that. Yeah. James Harden is phenomenal off the dribble. Player, man. Like, yo, bro, I seen this cat, and he left hand. It's hard to guard, guard a guy that's left handed, shifty, with handle, and strong. That, and strong, yeah, and he's 6'7. Yeah. And he gets to the line whenever he wants he to. He can get to the line whenever he wants to. Whenever he wants to. He so, shoots 10 free throws a game. Man, bro, the, the cat can literally shoot 30 a game if he wanted to because can't nobody <laughs> guard him off the dribble. That's why I say the most pressure is on him this, this year I because, bro, are you going to bail the defense out and shoot threes all day or mm -hmm. are you going to put pressure on them and say, you know what, you can't guard me. I'm going to destroy y'all. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna take you guys out. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have this damn little attitude. I'm gonna eliminate you guys from the playoffs this year. Let's see. He can have those Dame Lillard games every game. Like we saw, and I know playoffs in the regular season is different, but we saw, was it a 35 game stretch where he scored 30, or maybe it's backwards, 30 game stretch where he scored 35 a game? Yeah, it's crazy. So we see that he can go on those streaks where he can turn it on and turn it off. We need to see that from James Harden in the playoffs. I don't know, for some reason, Playoff game, playoff hard. Well, James, James, he he, he, he set us for a lot of shots. So, so, he set us for a lot of threes, yeah. So, but look at Capella. Capella only had four points. Chris Paul was five for nine with 17 points. Eric Gordon had 
27 points. P.J. Tucker, over four, zero points. That's not the first time P.J. Tucker has disappeared. I'm calling P.J. Ducker because he throws up ducks in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a guy guy wide open. Your specialty is the corner shot. And you hit the side of the backboard that many times. (laughs) But I I like P.J. Tucker. But, like, yeah, come on, bro. So, anyways, they got no production from the bench. You know, at That's all. Damn and I think that, personally, this Houston team is better than last year. It is. I like, I mean, everybody's talking about what they lost, you know, with Ariza and all that stuff. That I didn't like. I didn't, I didn't like that either. You got to understand that, especially in the business, Jada Brown, understand that we paid Gordon Hayward $100 million. This guy is a former All-Star. Right. So we paid him $100 million, even though Gordon Hayward did the professional thing to say, I'll come off the bench for a minute. Right. But does that make them better? Because... Jalen Brown can't do the things Gordon Hayward does. Mm. The only thing better Jalen Brown is than Hayward is athleticism. Mm. I think Hayward's a better basketball player than Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yeah, overall, yeah. So I think Jalen Brown, I mean, I think think Hayward gives them more of a dynamic as far as versatility. Mm. You know, Jalen Brown could be a spark off the bench. Right, right. You know, come in, you know, get some key defensive possessions, lock down, you know, make it difficult on the other team's best score. But I think Hayward gives them a better chance to win. Tatum, you know, let's be real. I like Tatum as a player, mm. but he doesn't play well without the ball. Mm. And you got to understand when Kyrie comes back, Kyrie's going to have the ball. Mm. In his hands. In his hands. Right. So what do you do off the ball to be effective? Mm. I mean, I don't think you're that effective on the other end of the floor at all. They tried to make him the point guard low-key last year. Yeah. Right. And, you know, so when you take the ball out of his hands, are you effective without the ball in your hands? Right. Okay. Now, Rozier took a dip. Because, you know, he's not getting as many minutes. Yeah, you're playing against a top three point behind a top three point guard. You're not going to get as many minutes. Right. So, Rozier's taking, taking a dive for And us. you got Cheryl Smith with Marcus Smart. Yeah, and then there you, there you go. You got Marcus Smart who can come in and play one. Mm. So, it's like, you know, you got a mix of a bunch of guys that can play, but that mentally they haven't grasped that mm-hmm. let's, let me put my ego aside mm. for the betterment of the team. I think they're starting to put it together. Because they won one by, what, 20 today against Milwaukee, a team who I thought has the potential to beat everybody in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they they have come up with the mind state that we're going to put our ego aside for this playoff run, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. go all in. And then well, after the offseason, then I'll deal with we'll worry about, we'll worry about right. roles right. and contracts or right, whatever's right, going right, on next. Right. Shout out to Al Horford. He made it hard. Good game, man. Good game. He turned into the guy that they needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was before Kyrie came in. This was their leader. Exactly. You know, this guy's a winner, you know, um, veteran, hard-nosed guy. And that's the kind of games he needs to have going forward. I don't like the games where I see him with 15 points and five rebounds. Right. You know what I mean? You're, you're too good for that. Mm-hmm. Games like today, he's, he's 20 points and never rebounds. Those are games you yeah, need going forward. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I'm not going to – I've never been high on Horford. You never. I'm not going. I'm not going to come to L. A. Yeah. He's ready to watch yeah. soccer. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like I said. Me. I, I'm not in the undersized power forwards that don't rebound well or don't defend. It defend well. I mean, he's a solid defender, but you're not what I'm looking for at a six eight power forward. Right. You right, know, right. if you're like I said, six eight power forward, I need you to be. Incredibly athletic, grab a lot of rebounds, be able to run and train. He settles for too many. Jobs. I don't like guys that these. I don't like this age of these big guys that feel like they have to be three point shooters. I mean, he has absolutely no 
backup back to the basket game to me at whatsoever. Yeah, I haven't seen him post up since Florida. <laughs> That's true. Okay. That's all bad. That's it's all bad. It's all bad, yo. So, That's I mean, bad. like I said, I think, like I said, I can't get, like me personally, I can't give a guy $100-something million dollars in a contract that gives me five and a half rebounds for his career. Man. Six, whatever it is. That's just me. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong, he's a great leader, great team guy in the locker room. And sometimes some teams will pay you for that specifically. Right. But me personally, that's not what I'm looking for in a power forward. But who am I? Right. I'll just give you my opinion. Right, right. I've never been high on uh, Horford. Right. But uh, respect to him. He had, a, he had a great game today. Great now, if he gives you 2011 for the duration of the playoffs, you have a better chance now, you have a, now you have a different dynamic yeah. now. Right. Instead of the 13 and 4 he normally gives, mm -hmm. you give 20 and 11. Now we got a different dynamic going forward with right. Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. He has the rest of the starters in the last Yeah, because yeah. he has the ability to, I think, Call me crazy to guard all five positions. I think he. I mean, don't get me wrong. At six eight, yeah. I think he has the athleticism and the, and, the, and, the, and the lateral movement yeah. to do that. Yeah. He's not super quick. No, but but he's he's intelligent enough right. to know how to play an opposing offensive player. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I mean, he has. I'm not saying he could guard a one or a top level two mm -hmm. or three, but like I said, he can guard a Clay Thompson. Okay, you know. I'm not saying he could guard a guy, you know, Paul George or something effectively. Yeah, right, right, but, right, you know, right. he has his certain guys he, you could you oh, when, if it's a pick and roll and he switches on him, I feel comfortable with you guarding him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to stick to my script on that. I still go, go, go State. Go, go I State. Still, I, break it down. I, I feel you still got them saying you got KD. Arguably one of the best scorers in the league. Best scorers, best, one of the best scorers ever. Steph. Ever. Right. One of the best shooters. You got Draymond still Ever. out there. I mean, he ain't doing too much, but he's doing enough to get in them stat books and get yeah. in other people's skin. He's playing better. He's playing and better. they've won. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They've been winning championships, so they still they still got they kings of the hill. So they still got to get knocked off. Right. So it's still a team to beat. They're still the team to yeah, beat. Yeah, still so a team to beat. Definitely. They everybody's coming at them with their best whenever they see them. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say it's between Golden State and Houston because, like y'all said, Houston mm. was built to beat this team. Oh, yeah, I tell you, you mine's been. Um, and they, they, they definitely got to do it. But you know, I'm gonna sit on Golden State because I think they, they got the most gunning at them. They got the most people coming at them with their best. And granted, it's the playoffs. Everybody come with their Everybody's best, but that, right. who don't want to say they knocked off the king? Exactly. You know Man. what I'm saying. Exactly, this the it's a modern day recent dynasty. I, like I said, I think the team I think is probably like I said. I gotta go with Houston, man. I'm gonna go back to Houston, bro. I, I gotta go back to Houston because you know this is it. Like I said, when you say let's run it back, mm -hmm. that's like if I lose in a title fight. Yo, I, I got I got that rematch clause. Mm -hmm. Yo, man, I want to exercise that rematch clause. That means I see something in you. I know I can. I can exploit or I can beat. Mm -hmm. Y'all said y'all want to exercise that rematch clause, hypothetically speaking. Y'all getting what you wanted. So y'all about to run it back, and you running it back. Came up short today, but the pressure's on you now. This is what you wanted. Okay, mm -hmm. like I said, everybody's healthy. James Harden put up the phenomenal season, mm -hmm. phenomenal numbers. Yeah, that shit don't do playoffs. Yo, let's, 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 what are we going to do? Mm. What are we going to do? So I, I have to say Houston, to me, has the most pressure. James Harden has the most pressure on them. Yeah. You know, like I said, you at least get to get to a final. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been talking his finals talk since yeah. he had Dwight Howard when, yeah. they first, when he first got right. there. Right. So it's time to act on it. This is the year, bro. Yeah, like, like I said, James Harden, can't nobody guard you off the dribble, G. Mm -hmm. I mean, yo, when you take two, three dribbles 
and make your mind up, I'm going to the hole, ain't nobody going to stop you. But it's, it, he makes it easier to defend you when he takes 18 dribbles for the step back. That's easy to defend. Right. right. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's almost telegraphed. But like I said, when he says, when I'm taking, I'm getting less than five dribbles, I'm getting to the rim or I'm getting to the foul line. That's it, hard to guard. Because now it puts a different dynamic on a defender. Now a defender, like, damn, I'm so used to him shoot 13, 14 right. threes in a game. Now I got to work. Damn, now he taking. I got to step back. Yeah, I, I, I got to really guard him now. I got to cut off his lane. Right. right. I got to really guard him now. So. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Houston, bro. Okay. Um, who do y'all see coming out this year? Let, 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 let's make our picks: Eastern Conference, Western Conference, and who takes it all? Let me start with you. I want to say Philly. I see Philly come out the East. Mm-hmm. And I'm stuck between Golden State, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go go. Heart of hearts, heart of hearts, heart of hearts. I'm heart gonna of say hearts. go to state. Take your fan hat off. Uh, put your basketball hat on. Heart of hearts. Because I really, I, I, like we touched on Chris Paul. I really don't think he's gonna stay healthy long enough mm. to do anything Man. further on in the, in the playoffs. So I'm gonna go with go to state. Okay. I think they this gonna be go to state. Philly. Philly. And how, who wins and how many games? I got I got go to state in six. Okay. School. Man, I mean, Golden State is a given. You know, mm-hmm. even though I think I think Houston has the tools to beat them. Yeah. But damn, when you got Durant, and Curry, <laughs> right. and Clay Thompson, right. these are guys that can give you forty to fifty a night at any given time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just tough to beat these guys. Um, so I'm definitely gonna say Golden State out the West. Mm-hmm. Man, out the East, East is a trick, man. Cause I said Philly earlier, like when, especially when they acquired uh, Tobias and yeah, Jimmy Butler. Right, I was like, yo, right. they doing some things, right? Yeah, that's what's yeah. me. But I'm gonna tell you, to me, Ben Simmons has taken that leap to that next level that I would like to see. Mm-hmm. For them to be that team that I say, okay, right. they can beat Gold State handily. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be real; they they have the most dynamic player in Embiid. Mm-hmm. I don't think when Embiid says, you know, I'm just gonna post up. It's, it's nobody that can stop him. It's hard to go that you, he, His array of moves is 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 obviously is, is, is similar. Not as not as great as Akeem was, but it's a similar toolbox yeah. Akeem had. Yeah. He's on modern day a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. similar to what Akeem brought to the table. Yeah, but he doesn't do it often enough. With finesse with finesse enough or often enough mm. to for me to say. Okay, yeah, he's definitely right. that next Akeem Olajuwon. He shoots, he shoots too many threes for me. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he yeah. likes to face up and be yeah. cute and, and, and follow the today's trend of basketball. Right. And B, when you get on the block, can't nobody guard you. Can't nobody guard, can't nobody guard you. 30 and 15 every day. 30 and 15 every day. Anthony, barbecue Anthony chicken blocks. down there. Anthony I'm telling you. Back so, Golden State has problems with size. They can't, and they have nobody that can match up yeah. with Embiid. Right. Mm-hmm. And right now, if that matchup happened, yeah, bro, I don't know. Like I said, bro. So you roll with Philly? No, nah, I'm not going to roll. I'm not picking Philly. Not picking but Philly. I, I'm just saying I can see Philly. For a minute, for a moment, I was, I was yeah. high on Philly. Yeah. I think that team could win the championship. Right. Right. But like I said, Ben Simmons had to show me that he has the that in him to take that team to where they need to be. For one, he, he can't shoot. Right. And he won't shoot. Man. And it, like like the, the, the knock on <laughs> knock on Giannis is he can't shoot, but, but Giannis will, will shoot. But he will, right? Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And he's willing to work he's on it. He's willing to work mm-hmm. on it. Like 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 I said, I'm watching I'm watching the game pieces of the game yesterday. It's too many times where Simmons 
attacks, and if you pack the paint, he's going to pick his dribble up, mm-hmm. and he becomes a non-factor. Right. Passing right. the ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like his skill set for as his able to create for his teammates. He's 6'9", he can get off the rebound and, and lead transition. I don't think he's a point guard like they're trying to make him a point guard, but he, by default, he's a point guard. Right. You know, so right. Right. Uh, he can't play, can't, he, had, he can't play with his back to the basket. He doesn't have a mid-range game. He, he can't shoot, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Ben Simmons was able to shoot a mid-range jumper uh, consistently man. with his handle to get by man. people, man. now we talking something different. Yeah. Right. Okay, but let me, let, me, let me get off Ben Simmons. The team I, I like the most is Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I like the makeup of them. They had Boston whooped their ass today. Uh, yeah, I hope they'll bounce back because I like Giannis and what he – Giannis is a bull. He's a beast, man. Yo, man, he's like – like I said, when he bullied LeBron in the All-Star game, when he, he he took a power dribble shoulder to LeBron's chest, LeBron went flying to the cameras. I said, hey, this dude right here is, is about that life. A little different now. This, this, he a little different now. This one a little different This now. one a little – I mean, I say this one a little different now. This one a little different now. Uh and this dude, like I said, he got all the little intricacies to his game. Like, see, he didn't develop a better shot, and I would like to see him develop a back-to-the-basket game mm-hmm. and maybe one or two go-to moves off the dribble. Mm-hmm. But right now, mm-hmm. I like I like Middleton. I like the piece they got around him. I like, the Euro, I like the Euros he got, Ilyasova and Miritich. I like, man, Bledsoe, when Brogdon gets back healthy, when Tony Snell gets back healthy. That's a team that's pretty dangerous that can defend and they're long and big. Right, right. They can shoot. I like Milwaukee. Okay. You know, I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I would have to pick Milwaukee and Golden State. Okay. And if Milwaukee, if they get healthy. Yeah. Stay well. Hey, bro, I'm I'm going to sound crazy, but I think Milwaukee – I think I think that's two or three teams out the East that can beat Golden State. Not mm-hmm. saying they will, but they can. But I think they have the potential to beat Golden State. Mm-hmm. So since I live on the edge, I'm gonna say <laughs> Milwaukee Golden State. Yeah. Milwaukee in six. Mm. Oh boy. Mm. You might catch a lot of flack for that one. No, yeah. no, no. If, if, if Boston beats Milwaukee, then someone could just say slap the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I mean, that's what I like. That's what I would like to see. I dig that. I dig that. Um. Philly, they're kind of a question mark because I think they've underachieved with the talent that they have. I mean, you have a top ten player in Embiid, you have a nice star, young star in Ben Simmons, right? You got Jimmy Butler, right? You got Tobias Harris, you got JJ Redick still playing at a high level. You got a pretty decent bench. They saw, oh yeah, and they got a nice bench. You see what I'm saying? They do, and they haven't really. Played up to expectations. expectations. They don't have a point guard. That's why. Right, right. They don't have right, a point. You right. know, mm-hmm. I don't think they had a point guard to get everybody. Like I said Ben Simmons. They experiment with Ben Simmons as a PG, but you know, yeah, yeah. I, I you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's something. It's a I lot of. You, I know you're talking about yours, but what, what, who y'all think? What point guard would fit in that system to right. make to like make you be like, oh, that's it? Like point point yeah. guard. Mm-hmm. Mm. It would be predicated on Ben Simmons developing a jump shot mm-hmm. because he would have to play off the ball. Right, right, right. And that's he would have to play off the ball effectively enough where he's not crowding in bead space. That's a good point. Is Ben Simmons going to be Ben Simmons playing the small forward or the power forward? Right. He can't. He's not a high volume scorer. 
Mm-hmm. Right? 15 points, mm-hmm. 8 rebounds, 8 assists. That's what you're going to get from Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to get from him. He's not a high-volume scorer. He struggles in a half-court set. He struggles. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. He's not effective in a half-court set. He's mm-hmm. a good transition player, get by you transition layups and dunks. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, when you pack that paint and stop his penetration, mm-hmm. there's too many times where I see he does <laughs> – he doesn't. He's picks the ball up. I've never right. seen a superstar pick the ball up that many times within 17 feet for the basket. He will pick the ball up literally, look around to get rid of it mm-hmm. because I'm like, bro, you got the 17 footer all day. All day, money. That's you know, mm-hmm. that's money. That's money. So um, that's the reason why I can't pick Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus, this is their second year together in the playoffs because you know. Ben Simmons, this is his second year. Joel Embiid, this is his, what, third year? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I can't pick Philly. Um, Milwaukee, um, Giannis, there's not a defensive scheme you can throw at Giannis. He's too long. He's too good. He's not a great ball handler, but he's so long and he has those strides mm-hmm. that he gets away wow. with not being a great ball handler. You said the Euros definitely. He feet. can get from <laughs> half court to the paint in three steps. Crazy. Bro. Right? Um, 22 points, eight rebounds, seven for 21 from the field today. Mm-hmm. What I saw from the Boston Celtics today that I forgot, they got bias to throw Giannis. They did. I'm not saying that they bullied Giannis. But they made him look happy. They made him work today. Like I said, mm-hmm. 22 points off 21 shots. I'm not saying he's going to have those bad shooting games every game this series or every game going forward. Now, Horford was in his ass. But the Boston Celtics have bodies to put in front of Giannis to alter his shots going in and make life difficult for him. So with that being said, my pick out the Eastern Conference, I still believe in the theory that experience counts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics coming out the East. I think they're starting to figure it out. I think guys are starting to get used to the roles. Kyrie Irving is, is starting, starting to play like the Uncle Drew we all know and love. And like I said, experience counts. I Milwaukee, um, Giannis been in the league six years. He just won his first playoff series against Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, Granted, this is probably the best team he's been on. The best team he's been but on. But look, I'm, I don't want to cut you off, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at well, why'd you do it then? Miller. Because <laughs> that's what we do. Well, why'd you do it? We, we up here talking shit. That's what we do. So, Chris Middleton, 5 for 12. Okay. Brooke Lopez, 3 points, 1 for 5. Bledsoe is one of the more important pieces on that team. 6 and points, 1 for 5. They, they, that's the problem. Okay. That's the problem. You know, the then problem. we have, like I said, Meritich and Ilya Sova. They came off the bench. They combined for 22 points on 8 of 18 shooting. Mm-hmm. Not bad. 10 rebounds between the two. Like I said. Then... What about George Hill? I mean, George Hill, mm-hmm. he's, he's a savvy veteran, a savvy backup, so he's going to yeah. do what he do. Nine mm-hmm. points, nine Seven points, three assists, two. two rebounds. Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez has to give them something. You need to start getting you know, like, back a little more. Yeah. You need to grab some more boards. I, 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 I understand if, what his game is. Right. Bro. I mean, you need to. He's a stretch, he's a stretch now. Nah, yeah. bro. If it's anybody he's I hate more If it's anybody I hate more than Horford, it's fucking Lopez. This is some bitch is Sem 2. Why I say Brooke Lopez? No, nah, man, let's be honest, man. The dude got – he has a skill set right. on the block. I've seen him effectively throw yeah. fadeaways, right hooks, right jump hooks, left jump hooks. Great post game. Great post game. Great post game. But he's, he fell in love with shooting jumpers. Mm-hmm. 
Somebody told him to stretch the floor. Somebody told him, and that's what's wrong with today's mm -hmm. game. They want these bigs to stretch the floor, which is mm -hmm. taken away from their strengths. Right, right. So you take it away from Brook Lopez's strength. He right. had his best year in Brooklyn before he came to the Lakers, mm -hmm. where he averaged about, what, 23 and 9? Yeah, yeah. Right? And he was so effective with his back to the basket. Why would you cut? Why would you tell a guy who averages twenty three and nine, "Hey man, step out and shoot three pointers," mm -hmm. and that's going to be more than fifty percent of your offensive that, repertoire now? It's three pointers. Awesome. And they, they they destroyed this game. Anyways, my bad. That's my rant. <laughs> my Brook Lopez rant, man. We're entitled to one rant per show. God damn, I'm gonna have about I'm gonna have about four or five. Oh man, but um, yeah, like I said, experience counts. I'm picking Boston to come out the East. Um. You know, Jalen Brown, 19 points. Kyrie, 17. I'm, I'm sorry, 26, 7, 7 rebounds, 11 assists. Mm -hmm. Al Horford, 20 and 11. Goran Hayward, 13. Terry Rozier, 11. Your Don't, boy Tatum, 4 points, 2 well, and 7. I mean, well, Tatum, when he's not, when he doesn't have the spotlight on him, when he doesn't have the spotlight on him, he kind of like shrinks up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, but, that um, goes back to what I said. Without the ball, he's not that effective. So, it shows you on seven shots he has four points. He's not effective mm -hmm. without the ball. Mm -hmm. That's just right. that's just what I say. But know? those guys are capable of handling those kind of games. So I'm picking Boston out the east, out the west. Until you beat the Golden State Warriors, which it hasn't happened yet, they're still they're not locks, but they're still the favorites. Mm -hmm. I mean, anytime you have a team with Kevin Durant, like you said, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. You're going to have a great chance to win. Exactly. They're on the quest for their third straight championship, which in the last, what, 30 years, only two teams have three-peated, mm -hmm. um, Bulls and Lakers. Um, so I still got going to stay out the East. I mean, I'm sorry, out the West. I got going to stay Boston NBA Finals, and I got going to stay in six. That's and fair. this is going to stay's last hurrah. We all know it. This is the last championship run for the Golden State Warriors. I think they get broken up in free agency. Mm -hmm. Not because of attitudes, not because of egos, but because of finances. You got Steph Curry on the second year of a five-year, $200 million contract. You got Kevin Durant, who will opt out of his final year mm -hmm. and become mm -hmm. unrestricted. You got Clay, who's already unrestricted. You got Boogie, Boogie Cousins, who's an unrestricted. You got Draymond up for a contract next year. They can't keep everybody. No. So, Nobody's gonna take pay cuts no more. Nobody. No, no. Take, Durant's yeah. taking pay cuts the last yeah. two years. Durant's gonna. Durant's. You have to max Durant out. Mm -hmm. You know. So well, if you if you wait, if you you say you max Durant out. You have to max Durant out. If it's all safe. Yeah. I mean, if you if I'm Durant, I'm I I I need to be maxed out. Exactly. I, I for the past two years I've taken one in you know one with an option. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Durant is a max player. Oh, absolutely. Period. Absolutely. And after Durant. If Gold State wins it when Durant wins his third straight finals MVP, mm -hmm. he's going to show you that why he's a max player. He shows you – he just showed the Clippers why he's a max player. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So – I forgot who I was. Yeah, you got, you got to realize, yo, this guy is one of the top five to ten scorers the game has ever seen. Mm -hmm. I mean, with a dynamic at 6'11", who could handle, who could shoot, who mm -hmm. could post. Mm -hmm. 
you get to the foul line, he's a well-balanced machine. Right. He doesn't overly shoot 25 threes a game. Yeah, sure he enough. balances. He got. He has mid-range game. He has pull-up game. He has a three-point shot. He gets to the rim. He gets to the free throw line. Right. And he plays D. He's, right. Dude's a complete player. Right. You know, the only thing is he weighs 122 pounds. So he, right. But that's okay. With boots on. Yeah, right. 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 Give my man a brush, too. Yeah, give my, <laughs> leave my dude alone. Yeah, leave, yeah, leave, leave my dude alone. What up, KD? What up, KD? You know he's sensitive, man. Right. Some chocolate chips, though, um, yeah, you yep, you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> Durant is for sure a max player, but I think if I'm gonna go and say Warriors, I'm maxing out Clay before I max out Durant. You can't. I, I think so, the day. Let me tell you what. No, I I think the day that Durant committed, Clay Thompson automatically became the stepchild. Mm-hmm. I agree. He was the odd man out mm-hmm. from day one. And I would max Clay first because it's like, okay, you were here when we started this. No, 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 no. So you're going with loyalty over business. You, you're about three championships. All right, you gave us three championships. You're going to leave anyway. I mean, in my heart of hearts, I think Durant's gone anyway. I, I'm not, I would approach him with the max contract on the table. I'm not going to spend too much time trying to convince you to stay. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So... You're, who's the GM? Bob Myers? Bob Myers. If you're Bob Myers, who do you approach first with a max contract? Because I'm trying I think what you're saying is you're saying if Durant doesn't take the max, I got to give it to Clay. What are you saying? So if you're Bob Myers, who do you approach I, first <laughs> to give the max? Because you got to – one of them, only one of them. Yeah, you got one max. Mm-hmm. Um, I would approach Clay because Clay's more inclined to take that max, whereas – Oh man, you know Kevin Durant. He might go to LA. He might go to New York. Uh, no, I Clay. I know. Hey, here's the five years. It might be 180, 175. I might have to go with loyalty on this because once Kevin Durant leaves, okay, at least I still got I got Curry on the contract. I keep Clay, right? At least we still got them. Right. Okay. And with Clay and Curry, so you're saying you're saying you're going with that because I'm thinking about uncertainty. I'm thinking about the future. Okay. I can't let Durant walk. And then what if you offer Durant that contract and he declines it? What if Clay is like, well, and he hears about it? Well, game. damn, I feel that you gonna give him over. I've been in nine years, right. eight years. I plan on. What if he game. decides to dip his toes in the free agent waters? What if they both decide? Ooh. Where does that leave the Golden State Warriors? Damn. I have to. Like well, Kevin Durant's been very vocal. He says, "I'm trying to get as much money as I can this summer." Ah, <clears throat> uh, I you have to approach them with all right. Who's gonna take this cut? Mm-hmm. I only got this. I only got this one eighty for one of y'all. Clay, right. you have to look at Clay because Durant's already said I'm not taking more cuts. <laughs> hey Clay, you, you want to take this cut right quick? Mm-hmm. I'll give you a two year max, and then we'll cap you out next year because we're not gonna keep Draymond. We're gonna trade Draymond, so we'll give mm-hmm. you a two year one and one. Well, one with an opt out. We'll max out Durant. Which will probably be another two hundred million dollar contract. We'll we'll give Clay. We'll give you a two year with an opt out. We're gonna have space next year because we're not gonna keep Draymond. I'm not maxing him out. Period. No. So that money's gonna be off the books. So Clay, we'll give you your max next year. That's the only way it well, can win. If, if 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 they come up to if they come to understanding, okay, mm-hmm. this is for the better of the team to, go, the team to win for the next three three. Three to four years, mm-hmm. yeah. But will they take that? Mm-hmm. I, I think Durant is looking out 
like I said, for his brand outside of basketball. He's getting older. You know, so this like is his 12th year. Yeah, he's, he's getting gonna, older. He's, how old is Durant? He's just, he just turned 30. So he's 30. I believe so. So this next five-year max will be his last His last contract. Contract. His last so, NBA contract. You know, he's going to get the five years to go to state. Elsewhere, he'll take a four. Four years. About the same contract LeBron got. Yeah. Four years, 154. Now, like I said, I think, like I said, I think he's more, like I said, it's a couple of top contenders for him, but I think his best bet would be to stay in Golden State to take the max out of the value of, a, of the contract for, for, for his career now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's five years, 200-something million. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like 220, I think, probably. It's going to be 200 Remember, million. It's going to be a 20 million dollar contract, yeah, and, and, sure. And, the, and the, it's going, the, the fluctuation of the salary cap the next few years. But the cap space is going down next summer. It's going down. That's another thing you have to keep. If, if you want to keep both, that's another thing. The cap space is going down in the summer of 2020. So <laughs> we, have, we have to give this last Supermax deal before the before oh, the cap space goes down. I gotta give it to Durant. I gotta give it to Durant. What about you? Yeah, I got to. I'll do KD when stay there. You want to go? Yeah, you want right. to That's the only reason why I'm approaching Clay first. Mm -hmm. I, I can't deal with the uncertainties. I can't deal with the rumors. Either you with us or you are not. Mm -hmm. it's, it, but like I said, at the end of the day, it's business. I know it's business. You gotta go but in. But you also have to consider. Clay hasn't received a max yet. He's been in the league eight years. He hasn't received a max deal yet. I think he's up for one. He's up for one, but is he has he, he he had a five year, eighty million dollar extension, which is which is expiring now. He hasn't even tested the free agent waters yet. He hasn't been courted. Durant's been, been, Durant's been through that already. Exactly. He's been through that. You think Clay even wants to go anywhere else? I think he's cool where he is. I mean, pretty sure his dad, Michael Thompson, you know, Laker legend, Laker champion, will probably be in his ear. To get him to come home, mm -hmm. but I think he's cool where he is. It's like he may be like, you know what? I'm all about winning these championships. I'm about to go somewhere where I got to start over. Mm -hmm. I mean, but then again, you, he's won three. Yeah. Then again, some guys want to keep. You know, Clay's another guy. When he's when off the ball, Clay's the Clay's a prime example of a guy that's effective off the ball. Oh, absolutely. He's probably the, the 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 best guy in the NBA that's the most effective on both ends of the floor and doesn't need the ball. Right. The, the, the cat scored what fifty something on less than twelve dribbles. Mm -hmm. the, you know, crazy. it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So he's the most effective without the ball. With that said, playing with Curry, I could see giving him a max, but. <laughs> it's he, tough, he doesn't man. bring that dynamic it's Durant tough. does. It's tough. He I doesn't mean, have that because Durant's effective, just as effective as Clay is on and off the ball. Mm -hmm. But D Durant, he got that that sauce mm. that yo, I could get, I could get sixty whenever I feel like it. He got right. that sauce like yo, man, there's nothing really you could do about me. Oh, you want to stick Patrick Beverly? I don't care how how much of a nat he is defensively. Yeah. I'm gonna drop him off. Mm -hmm. I'm seven foot. I'm gonna do whatever I want on this guy. Right. He has that dynamic to his game. I don't know. Yeah, so um, yeah, so that's we all got uh, pretty much in the green time. Golden State, Chad, pick Milwaukee, which is not a bad pick. What the hell is going on in OKC? What, the hell is, going on what is going on with the OKC Thunder? Mm -hmm. Damn, damn, damn! It's 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 not it's it's the dynamics around your two stars. Yes, like I said, I love Adams and what he brings to the table for that team. Mm -hmm. Adams is the ultimate team guy. Yeah. You know, I run through a wall. For yeah, I run through the wall for you. Let's get busy. Mm -hmm. I'm a rebound, block shots. I'm a, I'm a beat somebody up. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to set illegal screens, whatever needs to be done, he's going to do. Right. The other pieces outside of those three, I love Grant, but he what they need is shooters. Mm-hmm. You got two guys that are ball dominant that can create off the dribble. You need shooters around these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, the defense, Grant, even though they were regular season, they were number one defensive efficiency. In the playoffs, they totally melted down. Mm-hmm. Okay, could it be they're missing Roberson? That could be a piece that they're missing, but I don't think he would have been enough to get them out of this series. I don't know. I think so. But I think nah, his defense probably score. Would have been that. He can't score. Damian Lillard would have just dropped him off too. <laughs> Let's be honest with you. He did. Damian Lillard would have went in that bag. I think and gave him a little something, something too. Uh, I think with OKC, it all starts with the head. I mean, is Billy Donovan the right guy for this job? No. I mean, let's let's look no, at it's not. Let's look at his record. He's been there four years. Regular season. 199 wins, 129 losses, which is not bad. It's a 61% you know, win percentage. Playoffs is a different story. You know, 15 wins, 19 losses, 44% in the playoffs in the four years. 15 and 19 playoff record. The third straight, the third straight first round loss. Yeah. They've lost, this is the third year in a row that they've lost in the first round. Mm-hmm. And. You got to start thinking about, like, man, the teams that they've had. Mm. Westbrook, Durant, Harden, Kevin Martin in his prime, Serge Ibaka in his prime, Mm -hmm. Um, Victor Oladipo. You got Steven Adams now. You got Paul George now. Mm -hmm. Why can't this team get over the damn hump? Hmm. That's a good-ass question. I mean, is, is, let's just call it out. Is Westbrook the problem? I'm not, Westbrook is part of the problem. Um, like I said, then uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I mean, listen. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the uh, the pressure off of him or point the finger at him solely. Him. Mm-hmm. They've had some pretty bad, some rough matchups. Like right. I said, Utah was just a bad matchup for him in the first round last year. This year, there's just a bad matchup for them. You know. They can't contain. They cannot contain scores effectively. They, you know, last year Mitchell went off on them. Even English went off. What's what, Joe, Joe English? Broadway Joe. Joe Broadway Joe, Joe English. Paul George. He went off. <laughs> they they can't effectively stop another team's top scores. And in the playoffs, you have to slow these guys down. Damon Lillard and McCullum went did whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to slow either one of those guys down. Mm-hmm. So with that said. Damn, that's your matchup, Westbrook. Man. That's your matchup. I mean, I love West Boogie. Man. I was hearing somebody talk about the, the deception of the stats. Hmm. He shoots terribly from the field. Look, in the he playoff this awful. in the playoff this year, first round against Portland, thirty six percent from the field, twenty five percent from three point land. Wow. That's wow. what Westbrook put up. Hmm. That's bad. He's a career, I mean, not career, but ever since Durant left, he, he shot 38% from the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, I'm a guy who looks beyond the box score, okay? I don't really care about the triple-doubles and all that good stuff. Okay, you had 28 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists. How many shots did you take to get that 28 points? Right. You had 11 assists. How many turnovers did you have? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't look at. He right. has a very high turnover-to-assist ratio. And you said it right. It. Turnovers, two assists. I mean, you see how I that? You caught that up. He has a very high turnover to assist ratio. Mm-hmm. 
So, like I said, I, I look beyond the triple doubles. I look at field goal percentage. I look at free. How many times did you get to the free throw line? Mm-hmm. How many threes did you shoot? Because you tend to like to chunk them up. Yeah, you can't have a guy that's a career twenty four percent three point mm-hmm. shooter shooting ten to twelve threes a game. Right, that's gonna hurt you all day. Yeah, it's just now, it's not a good look. And, and I mean, you're playing. You're you're a top ten player yourself. You're playing with another top ten player. You know what I mean? And if I'm Paul George, I might be looking at it like, man, did I jump the gun? And <laughs> should I have really thought about this decision? I mean, this is the mm-hmm. second straight year you've had Paul George that you've been knocked out in the first round with him. So mm. you've Paul. been you've been through the fire with Harden and Durant, mm-hmm. right? Getting to the finals against uh, Miami 2012, mm-hmm. right? I think he's been to about four or five Western Conference Finals in his career with mm-hmm. Durant. You had Durant. Could have often gone to State Warriors. I think that if Durant stays in OKC, they would have won the championship the next year. They would have went on to beat Cleveland. They should have won it that damn year. They should have won it that year, but, you know. You they got to – Westbrook doesn't def- – what down the stretch, especially that, that, that game clincher, Paul George was cooking, and Paul George should have been handling the ball that last minute and a half of the game. Uh, everything should have went through. He was the hot man. Paul George. He was the hot man. Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. That means, you know, that he's going to touch that ball and make a play, whether it's pass, shooting or passing. Paul George is making a play for us the last minute and a half, two minutes of this game. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, what that's the maturation Westbrook hasn't developed. I got to understand that when I had Durant, Durant cooking, I got to make sure he's getting the ball these last two minutes of this game. Mm-hmm. Paul George was 13 for 19 in that game. I got to make sure this guy – Closes this game out so we can go to go on to the next game. Right. I worry about the next game after this, but in the moment, my closer has to be Paul George. Mm-hmm. Westbrook has proven time and time again he's not a he's closer. Not he doesn't close games well at all. Right. It's, 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 it's turnovers, bad shots, and a lot of miss lot, yeah. a lot of miss layups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Westbrook, as much as I love him, will OKC be better off without him? Should they explore his trade options? That's another good question. Yeah, who would you get for him? You can get a lot for Westbrook. I mean, there's somebody that's going to take that $200 million contract. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to take that contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But should you explore? Maybe we need to look at our options. If, I, if I'm um, Sam Presti, the GM, he has to start making some changes in the organization. And it gotcha. starts with your star player. Can yeah. I trust him? You know what I mean? You got to start the head, like the head coach. Mm-hmm. They don't have a. They don't have an identity. They don't have. They don't have an offensive structure. It's strictly Westbrook and Paul George make a play. Mm-hmm. You know, they, defensively they don't have an identity. You know, I mean, Paul George is the only one that I can see that wants to go guard the other team's best He'll player. Go guard the best player. Um, you know, so I, they have to have a coach with uh, offensive and de- defensive schematics that can make. These guys effective with what they can do. Mm. Westbrook might have to be played all at the two. You might have to get Westbrook off of the ball. Mm. To me, Westbrook is not. I don't, I don't care. It's a phenomenal fat, uh, phenomenal feat what he's done the past three years. Wait, talking about not, not running the point. The past three years have been phenomenal. Mm. I don't think Westbrook at the point guard will win you a championship. That's interesting. I will mm. put Westbrook as a natural scorer. Mm. He's a natural scorer, a natural athlete. I'm not taking away, like I said, I'm not taking away nothing he's done with the triple doubles the past three years. But in the playoffs, it's shown time and time again, Westbrook is better when he's not making the decisions to win a basketball game. That's my opinion. Now, if I move, if I move Westbrook to the two, I got to get a point guard in that's 
for one, get a coach in for one. Yeah, that's right. Then I gotta get a point guard in that's going that demands the respect. Where okay, he's comfortable enough where he can play off the ball. Like I said, Westbrook's most effective in transition, a lot like Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. He's most even though he shoots better than Ben Simmons. I'm not saying percentage wise, but he he will shoot. He has the confidence in himself mm -hmm. to shoot. Westbrook has a nice mid range game. He relies too much on three point falls in love with it too much, mm -hmm. but he's most effective off the ball in transition. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, shit, I, your boy Wesson. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Brody? Yeah, Westside Westbrook. I love you though, bro. What up, Brody? Suicide Westside. He is really too inconsistent at, at inopportune times. Right. You know, and I see, even now, I remember in the regular season, him playing us. You know, they had to fight to get that win from us to the LeBron and Lakers. Right, right. You right. know what Twice. I'm saying? Yeah. Twice. It was an a OT. They had yeah. to fight to get an OT. <laughs> right, right. So, and a lot of that, watching that game, them games, he was missing a whole lot of layups. You know, I would say he need to go over to Chad Brown training. You know what I'm saying? He need to go get that scoop training. Man, I need to Google that name. Google that name. Google that name. I ain't mean to put the government out with it. I got comfortable. Shit, you know? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Wesley, Wesley kind of, he is an issue. I, I dig that him moving him to the two. Mm -hmm. I think that'll work. Because he is just a scorer. He needs somebody to give him the ball. But I feel like he thinks he got to do too much a lot of times. That's what he does. He feels that he has a team. Yeah. Since Durant left, he feels like the weight of the world on the show is he has to do everything, everything for that team to win. Well, really, you don't. You got Paul George. To me, Paul George is a better player, a better all-around oh, player absolutely. than Westbrook. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. Let Paul George, like I said, finish these games. Mm -hmm. Especially when he's cooking, like I said. Now the knock on people is like, well, Paul George, he don't, he's not that great with the game on the line either. Yeah, he's getting right. better. Though. He's getting yeah, better. Absolutely. This the past two years, he's gotten a lot better. Mm -hmm. You know. So, but I, 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 at the end of the day, you got to realize it's called KYP. It's know your personnel. Mm -hmm. You got to know this man cooking. We we closing through him. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what's all. like. I said OKC has to get a new coach. Yeah. They got to get shooters around these guys, and they probably got to get Westbrook off the ball. Playing a two guard role, yeah. mm -hmm. where you just score. Yeah, I think that shooters absolutely. Uh, they have nobody that can come off the bench mm -hmm. and stretch the floor. Nobody. I think they might. If if if, if, if Paul George, <clears throat> which I don't think if it came down to it, he would go anywhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's a top five MVP, MVP candidate. Mm -hmm. If they're going to keep this duo together for the next four years, it's my opinion. I think they need to possibly look into getting a third star with yeah. with them. Because I love Paul George, I love Westbrook, but Paul George, he has tendencies to you forget he's yeah, you forget he's on the team. Mm -hmm. he, he tends to disappear as well. He'll, he'll fall in love with the three a lot too. And too yeah. much for my likings. Mm -hmm. And those games where Paul George and Russell Westbrook are both off, there's no you can't do that. Who are you gonna rely on? You ain't got nobody. Who you gonna rely on? You see what I'm saying? Schroeder. He can, <laughs> give, you, he can give you ten or fifteen. Who? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, Stephen Adams, he's not a high-volume big man, scoring big man. Definitely. But he, he's you see what I'm boards. That's all you get for some boards. That's he what I'm saying. He's not a big man like Embiid where you just feed him the ball down low right. and he's going to go to work. Mm -hmm. he, all, all, most of his points come from offensive rebounds and put-ins and, mm -hmm. and lobs. Mm -hmm. They don't have that third guy to keep him alive. So I think if you're going to, this is going to be your dynamic going forward. 
they have to try and get a third star in there. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah that, that has to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. Yeah, the OKC is, uh, yeah. it's it. You know, I'm, I'm tired of picking you. Man, my, my preseason favorite. Yeah, Disappointed me the past man. two years. Man, man. you know what I mean? Calls and texts I've gotten. Hey, hey, hey welcome man. to your boys. Man. <laughs> man. But man, let's, yeah, let's let's go from one mess to another. Oh Lord. Yeah, let's go. Let's go out west. Let, let, let's go out to Hollywood. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's talk about these 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 damn Lakers. Oh, um, God damn. Uh, it's, it's so, we ain't got enough time to talk about. No, we go. We go. We go. We go. We gonna make time. <laughs> we gonna make time. We gonna make time for these Lakers because that's a lot. We can our, do a, our engineer ready to go. Yeah, producer, producer, <laughs> producer, like, hey, producer doing this. Yeah, see y'all gonna talk about that for another hour. Nah, but no, we gonna wrap it up, B. Right now, we, we, gonna, <laughs> we gonna do our best to dissect these Los Angeles Ooh. Lakers in um, a conduced time frame. Right, mm-hmm. Magic Johnson shocked the world, shocked me. Mm-hmm. Step down. Too many questions, not enough answers. Um. Said he wanted to go back to doing what he felt more comfortable doing, which was running his businesses, being mentors, et cetera, et cetera. Couldn't do it as the president. Do you really think he had it in him at all from jump to I, even do that? He did. He he did. I don't think Magic. I think Magic was hamstrung with people over his head that didn't let him do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think Palenka was a bad hire to go alongside Magic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I didn't, I didn't think that was a good mesh. When the moment I see him, when you even when you see him together, they look. Uh, Magic try and be cool, high five. It look like he want to slap the shit out of this motherfucker. This <laughs> oh, is just me. Magic yeah, look man, at him like, even though he giving a high five with a smile in the back of his head, man, he know he a buster. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rick Buecher, you know, reported last week there was some emails behind the scenes that between Jeannie Bus and Rob Palenka that accidentally got CC to Magic. Mm. Talking about him, the way he's been running the team. Accidentally got CC the Magic. Jeannie um, knew what she was doing. It kind of makes you think. When, when Magic said he got tired of the backstabbing and the talking, okay, well, it kind of makes sense now. I think he had it in him. He just didn't – they didn't give him the freedom to run that team the way he wanted to run that team. I see that. And I think that it was too much for him. You know, Magic's not a fake person. He ain't gonna fake nah, the funk. He, like he doesn't deal. need that job. Y'all nah, went, y'all went and got him. Right. Yeah. He didn't come to y'all like, oh, y'all fired Jim Bus. Y'all fired um, Cupcheck. Let me get on. No, he, he <laughs> me on. They went and saw see you. Right. So right. he didn't really need the job. I think that he just didn't have the free range to do what he wanted to do. I agree with that. Um, no, no, I, th- I, th- I think, like I said, I think Magic. Uh, they should have brought him in as a. <laughs> It's more of an ambassador or uh, advisor, advisor yeah. role. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, president uh, is a is a serious job that's time consuming. And Magic mm-hmm. didn't have with all his ventures he's doing outside of basketball. I don't think he could condense everything into a, 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 a daily schedule. Right. You know what I mean? Twenty-four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough. It's not, not enough. Not enough hours to, in a day. To, to be the Laker president, <laughs> yo, you gotta be. That gotta be your sole focus. Right. Right. Yo, that gotta be your sole focus. You know, it's too much pressure. And, right. You know, with that job for this organization, Absolutely. this ain't no. This ain't the Sacramento Kings. This is a, this is an organization that's the, known for winning. Not only are they known for winning, but this is the number one franchise, equitable franchise in the league. Mm-hmm. This is a little different now. Right. Now, you know, so you got to put your whole time into it. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of expectation coming from the fan base, you know. And when you bring in LeBron James, 
that sets the bar a little high now. Expectations are sky high. Now, yo, man. Like, exactly. Everybody, you know, as soon as he came, everybody's like, championship. Like, championship. Like, you don't have time to mess around. Well, you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I said, I, I think Magic was, uh, I, I wouldn't say he was in over his head. I just don't think he could fully dedicate himself the way he wanted to. And even when he tried to, I don't think he was given the authority to fully do what he wanted mm-hmm. to do. All right. So with that said, we'll move on. Yeah, um, not only do they need somebody running that front office, they need a coach. Yeah. Uh, we all know Luke Walton um, got fired or mutually agreed to part ways. <laughs> um, Why would the brothers? The brothers don't <laughs> ever get that. We mutually right. parted. No, you got fired. Motherfucker, you got the pink slip. <laughs> you got fired. I know. You got fired. You walked in the arena and the locks was changed. Right, right, right. You know right, what I mean? Right. But, <laughs> you, walked, you walked to the arena and security hemmed you up. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Sir, what are you doing, sir? You walked in, yeah, yeah, yeah. You walked in the house and all your shit was gone. Your <laughs> shit gone. You know, like when Shaq got traded, they had to have security. Yeah. Right. They had to have PD Take that shit a little different now. Man. Right, right, I mean, right. But nevertheless, they... Um, they're in need of a head coach right now. Right. Um, they've already interviewed, excuse me, Tyron Lue, Jason Kidd, Monty Williams. Those are probably going to be the three guys. All poopity scoop. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we're going to get into that. Hey, but before we move on to that, though, do y'all think he was rightfully terminated, though? Should have never had the job to begin with. Yeah. Mm. Let's be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not impressed with your 38-4 record as an assistant with the Golden State I, I Warriors. Like, yo, yeah. man. You already had it then. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, that shit, like, you know, anybody at that time, Golden State's system was implemented. Mm. So all the, the players were well-versed in that system. And you just need somebody to sub a guy in here and there, mm. you know, to call a timeout here and there. Mm. You know, you really didn't do much as a coach. It wasn't your system. It wasn't your schematics. Right. It was nothing that you brought to the table that was yours that said, you know what? I want you to coach the Los Angeles Lakers. Nothing. Nothing about. I don't even. I don't care. You played for the Lakers. <laughs> Nothing about Luke Walton says that guy right there is the coach I want. Uh, he, he never really looked right to me. It just did. Yeah. He, he didn't look right as a player. Let's be honest with you. Did, did, did he get that name? Did he get that job based off his last name? Yeah, it's a fraternity. It's or a fraternity. his ties to the Laker organization, winning those two championships, or were they just so? Well, they just so enamored with oh, thirty-seven and four with a seventy-three win team. Right, right. right. That's what it enamored. was. They were enamored right. with that. You know, they, I mean, they wanted to bring they wanted to bring Golden State system to L.A. And it didn't work, bro. Y'all had Golden State system in the eighties. You know, mm. you, if you you know before that's not before Golden State had the system. You know, right. Lakers been Showtime. I mean, so, you can't you know, bring Golden State style of play. To LA with a bunch of tomato cans. Yeah, you, you can't. I mean, this is just keep it real. Had a personnel. I mean, that's I mean, what? There's three years as the head coach. What? 98 wins, 148 losses, mm-hmm. not one playoff appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard about the fight in the locker room on February 2nd. You know, he got into a what they call a heat exchange. Who was that? Beasley and McGee? Michael Beasley, JaVale McGee, and Lance Stevenson. Oh, yeah, they for the tear his Let's keep it real. It wasn't a heat exchange. Shirts were coming off. He was getting packed out for sure. Yeah. I mean, and then the rumors about LeBron and Clutch wanting to change, which LeBron denied because he has to. But LeBron from day one wasn't that. He wasn't LeBron's guy from day one. Like I said, I don't want to get off the Luke Wall topic. Like I said, when you bring in a LeBron – you have to bring in things that are conducive to make LeBron successful. You know right. what comes with that. Mm-hmm. 
Not only it's make them happy, <laughs> but make like you said, make be successful. Talk about the face of the NBA. You get exactly. Yeah. This right. ain't like this ain't bringing in Jimmy Butler. Right. You know, this is bringing in a guy who you have to have a coach that demands his respect, mm-hmm. and you have to have guys around him that fit his play style. Absolutely. You know, LeBron gonna handle the rock. You know, he's looking to facilitate mm-hmm. and get make others around him better. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have guys that shoot. 21% for the three-point line. Right. right. You know, anyway, but like well, I said, at the end of the day, I'm going to go back to Luke Walton. That's the business. Yeah. He got three years on the job, didn't get it done, which is a longer lease than a lot of these coaches get. The coach from Phoenix got one year. Mm-hmm. So Didn't even get a chance. Bro didn't get a chance to coach. <laughs> Man, he didn't, buy, he didn't buy a house in Phoenix. No. <laughs> he didn't even get it done. Man. Bro didn't get one opportunity. He didn't Man. really get in. They he didn't even get mail to sent to his house yet. Nah, he, <laughs> Damn. Oh, like, damn, they give a coaches 10 days now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a coach with a 10-day contract. He got three 10-day contracts in one season. Man, he didn't even get a key to the bathroom. Man. <laughs> he was still using the Chevron station across the street. Oh, man. Bro, he didn't even have an employee pass. <laughs> He was the, <laughs> that nigga getting in the motherfucking gym. Jake, who was this? Half the motherfuckers didn't even know who he was. He was still getting fished by security. <laughs> like, who was this guy? Hey, you ain't on the list, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't want to disrespect. What's the dude's name? Uh-huh. Eagle, what's his name? Igor. I, I, I forgot his name. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, man, hell, man. Hey, man. Let's wrap it up, man. That was yeah. a great show, fellas. Yeah, yeah. Our engineer, he getting ass, he, he hungry. He, th- <laughs> he threatening to turn lights on. Right, right. He flipping hey. us off and shit. Yeah, let's get him out of here. Like he turned the mics down. And yeah, shit. man. He on his phone on Postmates too, just like uh, <laughs> just like Breeze was. <laughs>